we cannot simply neglect the battlefield. Good morning, Christian America. The world that we're living in, hint, hint, surprise, surprise, is becoming more and more hostile to Christian Americans, more and more hostile to Christians across the globe, more and more hostile to our faith and, and our beliefs. Social media is no different. We can be upset about it, we can be disturbed about it, but what we cannot do is we cannot simply walk away from the battlefield and cede this ground to the enemy. Let's talk about that this morning as we get our week started off right, as we get ready to uh, go out into the world and spread God's message. Good morning, Christian America. And so, good morning, Christian America. Eddie here is always representing the Christian American revitalization effort. That's the Christian American revitalization effort because that is what we're after. We are after revitalizing the Christian American community. Christians across this country, Christians across this land, Christians in your neighborhood, Christians maybe even in your own home, Christians inside your churches and your in your pews and even in your choirs or maybe even from the pulpit, revitalizing people's faith at all levels, in all aspects, in all areas. It's all important. In 2020, just look at what's going on in the Christian American community against the Christian American community. We literally have governments that are stopping the faithful from praying, from singing, from rejoicing in the Lord, from holding service. This country was founded, that one of the original founding principles was founded upon religious freedom, the ability to worship anywhere and everywhere. That is a right that is not to be infringed. It's not because I say that, it's because the Constitution says that. The very first amendment to the Constitution gives a right to worship anywhere. And it, what it says is that the government cannot prohibit that worship. You don't have a right to be uh, free from religion. You have the right to worship your religion. We've somehow we've gotten those things confused over the last, I don't know, decade or two. The, the point that we're trying to make here is that we as Christian Americans, you as believers, use you as elders in your household, in your communities, in your neighborhoods, in your organizations, in your church, in your choir, in your employment, anywhere, everywhere across this great land. If you are there as a believer, you have the right, you have the responsibility as a believer in Christ, you have a responsibility according to scripture as an elder to lead your people, your people being your family, your, uh, your people being your neighbors, your people being the people that you are closest to. If you are an elder in the community and you are respected in your community, you have the responsibility to that community to lead, lead them in the right direction, lead them on the path to righteousness rather than the path to wickedness. You have the responsibility to lead them on the road to life rather than the road to destruction. We have the responsibility to lead our families and our communities towards that everlasting life, towards that life in Christ. Not, uh, it's not a choice. It is a command that Jesus gives us to go out and make believers of all nations. And 
it's not simply just making believers, although that's what it said. I'd like to 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 get a little bit deeper into the idea of who calls themselves a believer. There are plenty of people in our neighborhoods and people that we know right now that call themselves believers, but don't know the first thing about scripture. They don't know the first thing about the word of God. And so when they're left ignorant of his word, ignorant of his knowledge, whether they chose to be ignorant or they were led astray by somebody uh, previously, doesn't really make a difference. It doesn't change our responsibility. If we know people like that, it is our responsibility to educate these people. It is our responsibility to bring them back to the church. It's our responsibility to lead them in the right direction. Part of that, like it, love it, hate it, or you're indifferent about it, is places like this. It is, you know, places through social media. That's not the best way to communicate to people. Um, however, that is just the way that we are communicating to people these days. So when you look at, at the news and how social media platforms have been uh, downgrading Christian content, downgrading uh, content that, that the social media companies and their employees don't like. Again, that's just what's being reported by news outlets that these things are taking place and social media companies have recently uh, admitted that and apologized quote you know at some point uh, some type of backhanded apology for what they've done or what they've been doing doesn't mean they're going to stop doing it they're probably going to ramp it up right although these things are happening if we if you have watched the new documentary called the social dilemma it lays out what the social media platforms, what the social media community and the and the um, coders and the um, the employees and the leadership within these organizations, how they are designing them to take your attention away from whatever else you're doing and putting it on these platforms, putting it on a platform that you're watching this on right now, and. You might you may see that movie, you may see that documentary, you may hear and read the articles of the nefariousness of the people who are running these companies and the algorithms that they hide behind. Uh, and you may want to throw up your hands. You may want to uh, say, "I quit. I give up." The, these things are evil. They aren't. Uh, we're we're being led astray by social media and all this negativity that surrounds it. I wouldn't argue with you on that. I'm not going to say that you're wrong because honestly, we just don't know that holistically and everybody has to make their own decision. However, if this is the way that the, that the enemy is going to use to spread its message, if this is the way that the enemy is going to use to spread its hatred, if, if this is the way that the enemy is going to use to spread its division, its lies, its jealousy of one another by showing pictures of someone and their riches and their nice cars and the trips that they're taking. And it, if, it's, if it's the way that the enemy is gonna sow divisions and jealousy within our communities, within our country, within you know families even, if this is the way that the enemy is gonna use to attack our kids, and take our kids' attention away from wholesome things and put it towards this screen and this social media and these videos and whatever. The enemy is not gonna stop 
simply because you walk away. You walking away, you turning a blind eye, you throwing up your hands, you leaving the battlefield is not going to stop the enemy from continuing his pursuit of you and those you love. Now, I don't like that. It doesn't, it doesn't give me pleasure to say that, but that's just the reality of it. So we, as Christian Americans, we, as God's army, we, as believers in Christ, we, as warriors for Christ, we who should be standing in the full armor of God, we have a responsibility, as we just talked about, to lead our families, to lead our communities. This social media group that, you, that you're a part of, this uh, social media page that you're a part of, and any other page and group that you're a part of, on your own profile, the friends that you have that follow you and you follow them, that is your community. You are an adult within it. You are an elder. You have a responsibility. You can't just leave your friends and your family on the battlefield defenseless. And if you walk away from social media, that's exactly what you're doing. You're leaving everyone else who's still on the battlefield. You're leaving them defenseless. And so I would offer you this, as frustrating as it is, as, a, as much of an uphill climb as it seems to be, as much of, as a, a, of an unfair fight as it seems, as it seems, I would encourage you, I challenge you, to stay on these platforms and not only just stay on these platforms but continue to subscribe to communities like this one doesn't have to be this one but communities like this one that spread god's message that spread the good news that spread scripture verses that's that spread information that spread education that spread inspiration to do the right thing to say the right things, to act in the right ways. Not because we say so, but because scripture says so. That we don't leave our friends and our families on the battlefield defenseless. No, what we do is we come to their aid. We reinforce them. We reinforce them with the armor of God. We we reinforce them with scripture. We reinforce them with the inspiration with the Holy Spirit that we should be filled with, that we should seek constantly. Seek the kingdom first is what God says. We have to project his love into the world. We have to project his kindness into the world. We have to project his generosity into the world. We have to project his goodness into the world, his righteousness into the world. If we don't, then we leave this space this cyberspace that I'll call the battle space, we leave it to the enemy unchallenged. And leaving the enemy unchallenged is a recipe for disaster. Maybe not for you individually, but what about your children? What about your grandchildren? What about your nieces and nephews that are young, that are coming of age, and that they're gonna be turning to social media? And if all they see is what the enemy gives them, what do you think that leads in the future. What future does that project for them and their families, for them and their friends? What, do, what future does that leave the future of this nation? Where do you think this is going to go if we aren't the ones 
inspired by the Holy Spirit, led by the Word of God, pushing back against the enemy and the all the evil and nonsense that, that circulates within social media, within the traditional media and radio, etc., etc. If we aren't there to provide some balance, if we aren't there to provide that goodness back into it, if we aren't there to, to show that there is a, a an, an opposite side of that coin, there's not only wickedness. My friends, the world is not just wickedness. The When God is involved, there is righteousness. When the world, and it's just the world, it's wickedness. But when God is involved and he's working through you and I, and we are working on behalf of him, we have faith in him. We have our sights and our vision fixed on him. And we get inspired through the Holy Spirit to do the works of God, to spread his message, to repeat the words that he has given us as we pray, as we recite scripture, as we tell stories and retell stories of how the, the God's people throughout scripture have overcome the challenges and how David defeated Goliath, how Daniel defeated uh, the lions in the lion's den and how God protect, uh, protected Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego and all of, all of the believers in God. If, it's not, if, if we're not sharing that message, then who is sharing that message? And if we leave the battlefield, then who will be there? to protect the next generation? Who will be there to counterbalance that, that evilness? Because, and I'll tell you this other thing, is that when God is on our side and we are leading that fight, we are leading that fight on earth as he inspires us, as his spirit inspires us and pushes us forward throughout this battle space, throughout this cyberspace, throughout social media, throughout traditional media, throughout all the YouTubes and the Facebooks and the Instagram and the Twitter and the parlors and whatnot, if we're not there doing that, or as we are doing that, as he is leading us through that, we are in turn improving the lives of not only ourselves, but those that listen to us. And we are not only uh, doing that, but we're also giving confidence to people that want to join in, people that are yearning for God's goodness, yearning for God's grace, yearning for God's word and scripture. There's so many people, you might not see it, but trust me when I tell you that I see it. As someone that who's on social media, who's working on social media, who's speaking and, and texting and chatting with many people on social media, there's so many people out there that are, that are yearning, that are searching for that Lord, that are searching for that goodness, that are searching for that purpose and that meaning in their life and they can't find it and they're looking and they're looking for it in their jobs. They're looking for it in their uh, possessions. They're looking at, uh, looking for it in their relationships with uh, with their spouses or, uh, or or boyfriends or girlfriends or anywhere. They're looking for it anywhere. They're calling it spirituality, and they're they're looking for it in yoga classes, and they're uh, meditating, and uh, you know there is no shortage of people that are seeking and yearning for the love and the goodness of the one true God. There's no shortage of people doing that. And the reason that they're lost, the reason that they're seeking it in all these wrong places is because nobody has ever shown them that there is one answer to solve everything. All their problems, all their anxieties, all their fears, all their jealousies, all their ambitions, all their everything, all their obstacles and all their challenges. The answer 
has, has been, it is, and it always will be the love of Jesus Christ, the love of our Lord and Savior. We say that on social media so that you can repeat it, so that you can share it, so that you can like it, so that you can engage with it, so that you can be inspired by it. And then you can turn around and repeat that message to your friends in the community in which you surround yourself with. Because if we do that together, if we start a chain of events that is goodness and we can do it because God is on our side, because we're doing the work of God, that we are spreading the message as he calls us to. Not our message, it's not my message, it's his message. It's the message of Christ. It's the message of scripture. It's the message of our Lord and Savior. It's the example that he set. When we do that, he is on our side. And when God is on our side, scripture says all things are possible. With men, things are impossible. But with God, all things are possible. And so it's that, ladies and gentlemen, that I we encourage you, we implore you, we you know, we beg and plead with you. I don't have a problem saying that, that to to share Christian content, to share and like and engage, get involved in these Christian groups, get involved in groups of faith both virtually, socially, in reality, face-to-face, -face, you know, doesn't matter. Get in a Bible study, read scripture at home, read it to your kids, uh, talk over it with your friends. Do not shy away from being a believer that you have been called to be. You have been called by God himself. You individually have been called for great things. You individually have been called for a life of abundance. You individually have been called to the responsibility if you call yourself a Christian, you have been called to have responsibility for those around you. And you are responsible for helping them develop their faith life, their Christocentric life. And if we do that, if we pick up that responsibility, if we stay true to it and we stay energized by it, if we seek Christ first and in all that we do, when we accept the Holy Spirit and ask for him to come down and, and fill us with invigoration and inspiration to get out there and spread that message, when we do that, nothing can stop us. We can reverse the hatred of this world. We can reverse the jealousy and the vitriol that we see on TV. We can reverse all of it because with God, all things are possible. And so this week, when you go out into the world, be inspired by be inspired by Christ. Be inspired by the word of God. Be inspired for the goodness that he has bestowed upon you. Even if you don't think that your life isn't all that good, let me tell you something. It is great. It is great compared to where other people are living. It is great compared to where other people have been in the past. It has it is great compared to the vast majority of the people that walk this face of the earth. If you are an American in America right now, you were born here or you got here, doesn't really matter. You are in one of the most advantageous positions in all the history of all humanity of all time. And for that, you should be grateful with air in your lungs. You should be grateful for clothes on your back. You should be grateful, not to me or any other man, but you should be grateful to the Lord our God. Because it is only through him that we have the blessings that we have. And we cannot turn our back on him. We cannot allow the enemy to lead people astray. We cannot allow ourselves and the people that we know to leave the battlefield to the enemy where there are so many people that will be succumb, that will succumb to him. So instead we ask that you turn around, march yourself back to the battlefield, 
stay on social media, stay on, you know, the stay in the, the public square, voice the message of God, voice the good news, shout it to the rooftops, shout it, share it, like it, comment on it, promote it, whatever you have to do within the circle of the people that you know, the people that you, uh, that look to you, that trust you to spread the message of God, to spread a good, a good and wholesome message, whatever you have to do to make that happen, to fight the enemy, we encourage you to do it because we will every single day in a variety of ways. And if you like this content, if you like this message, if you like the stuff that we do in the Christian American revitalization effort, if you like what we do with the Good Morning Christian America podcast, if you like what we do at ChristianAmericanTees.com and the Christian American T-shirt company providing Christian apparel. So you don't even have to speak. You just have to go pick something up and let the world see whose army you're a part of, where you stand, who you love, and who you put first in your life. You can do that. And if you like these things, if you like what's going on with the Christian American community on the social media platforms, then we ask that you share it. We ask that you comment. We ask that you that you like it and you you, you speak on it. And if there's something that you want us to talk about, if there's something that you, that is on your mind, if there's something that confuses you or that you just want to know more about, let us know. That's the only way uh, we'll be able to, to, to hear you is you got to engage with us. So we encourage you to be engaged, to be, uh, to be focused on the kingdom always. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, have a blessed week. Get out there and do good works for Christ. Have faith in him. Have faith in his love for you. Have faith in his grace that he's going to provide in abundance for you. Have faith in the mercy of our Lord and Savior. Be blessed. Stay strong. Fight the good fight. Good morning, Christian America.